0: Welcome to Health System CIO's podcast interview with Dr. Edmondo Robinson, Chief Digital Officer at Moffitt Cancer Center. In part two, Dr. Robinson talks about his vision for a future in which AI is baked into every facet of cancer care and how his team is working to achieve it, how COVID has helped Moffitt rethink its approach to workflows and clinical operations, and why the role of CDO can feel both exciting and scary at the same time. We'll get to our interview in a moment, but first, a brief word from our sponsor.
1: At CrowdStrike, we stop breaches, and it all starts with a tiny endpoint software sensor that works with Windows, Linux, Mac, and mobile, deploying fast with no reboots and no blue screens. We protect nearly 200 healthcare organizations with more joining us every day. Find out more about the power of the crowd at CrowdStrike.com healthcare.
0: You had briefly mentioned AI, and I imagine that that's a really critical part of it, just as far as leveraging all of this data as part of the decision-making process.
1: Yeah, so AI is its going to be so big. It's already getting there. But my vision of the future, and that this future is not that far off, actually, is that AI is going to be baked into pretty much everything we do in cancer care. And I'm talking everything from, from the business operations all the way through to clinical decision support and direct care delivery, all the way through to optimizing research, everything we do. And so given that, given that vision, what we've done is both build out our AI operational component, again, under our health data services, under our chief data officer, Dr. Dana And we're build out, we building out our, our AI components with our data science team there. But we also have our research component under our machine learning department, under uh, Dr. Assam Al-Naka. So we have a machine learning department that's research. By the way, the First Cancer Center, dedicated cancer center to have a machine learning department. And we have mm-hmm. our AI operationalizing these concepts. They're working closely together as well. And we're, going, we're really baking AI into, like to your point, predictive analysis, predictive analytics around you know, outcomes for patients. We're looking at AI and we're looking at, you know, kind of around natural language processing so we can do better for one on some of our reports, but also we're looking at AI and images because AI does pattern recognition really well and predicting based on patterns. And so think about Mm -hmm. it in imaging, think about it in pathology, those kinds of things, but also even AI in in business processes. Some of our automation, we're actually even working with a company that builds AI into our automation processes on the business side. It really will be pretty much ubiquitous.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's really interesting. And uh, I'm sure that having the pieces in place has been a key for a couple of years and has been part of the strategy just to be able to uh, enable all of this.
1: Yes, that's what I've been working on for the last couple of years, to your point, right. okay. is to bring this Center for Digital Health together. The machine learning department relatively new within this last couple of years as well. So it's still early, early days, but bringing it all together and then really understanding how we operationalize the concepts so that we again truly are driving toward our, our mission, that's the work. And it's really exciting work, but it's we're right on that cutting and bleeding edge around some of this, especially around the AI and ML. So there's no path necessarily that's already been blazed for us. We have to mm-hmm. create some of that stuff ourselves and work with good, smart partners in the industry and so forth to figure some of this out. But I think that at the end of the day, our patients will benefit, our clinicians and our researchers will benefit. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And you just brought up patients. Looking at the the consumer centric experience, um, obviously that changed so much with COVID, and just wanted to talk about like how how your approach has changed in that regard for um, really ensuring that the technologies are doing what consumers need or want them to do.
1: Yeah, that's a big topic. It's a heavy lift, but it's really really important. So we talked about virtual health already a little bit, right? Where we we had a huge huge mm-hmm. increase. So that volume has come down a bit but it hasn't gone mm. back to baseline of what it was before. So I think there's gonna be a new normal in terms of virtual, just the virtual visit component. So that's yeah. that's one aspect of what you're saying, but, but I would say that what you're getting at is actually even bigger than virtual visits. I think it's this concept that we're calling a digital front door, but mm. I think of it more as right. consumer digital. I, I think of it as with consumer being defined as this acknowledgement that we really have to understand the importance of convenience and access and transparency for those that we mm-hmm. serve. That's how I think about consumer and consumerism. And then let's, what's the role of digital in getting us there, right? And so digital front door is a strategy to execute on this idea of consumer digital. So that might mean things like how do you optimize your, your patient intake into a clinic visit? How do you think about patient reported outcomes and filling out uh, forms and things like that? How do you think about uh, their access to their own data? How do you make that easy for them? What about transactional things like paying your bills or scheduling your appointments? Uh, What about communicating with your doc directly or, or your team or your clinical team? Even going so far as thinking about what we call digital therapeutics, there are ways that we can actually deliver care digitally that are approved and have been validated, like low low levels of anxiety or depression can be done. Diabetes management, you've seen companies like Lavongo do some of this stuff, um, weight management, those Mm -hmm. kinds of things. So everything from transactional interactions, engagement, all the way through to digital therapeutics, you're really rethinking. And I haven't even mentioned remote patient monitoring, wearables, think connected devices like scales and blood pressure cuffs and things like that. So that entire ecosystem is being built out and, and really operationalized all around the consumer and really all around their convenience. I spoke with our, our CEO earlier today, the new side of care will be home. That's going to be the side mm-hmm. of care. So we're, we have to build yeah. an entire ecosystem around what it means to be home as your side of care.
0: Right. Yeah, that's, that's a really good point. And I, I had read there were plans, or maybe this is already happening, but as far as connecting patients with uh, somebody from the care team within a day of scheduling their first appointment. Yes. That seems like it can make a huge difference when you're talking about cancer care.
1: Absolutely. If for no other reason, because it's cancer and people are, are scared, they're nervous, they're, they're anxious. And so we call that First Connect. And we jump in and we get folks, we understand what they need. And then we get them tied into where within Moffitt we can support that need best. And uh, there's people components to that. There's digital components to that. There's just a really great strategic push that we had, um, especially through our GI oncology department, you know, with great leadership there that's really kind of led the way in a lot of, a lot of our department chairs have leaned in on that. And so it's been, it's been great, you know, in terms of, again, addressing patients' concerns they're, they're anxious and, and all of it's understandable. And the question is, how do we get them where, where they need to go and get them what they need as quickly as possible? and as conveniently as possible for them.
0: Yeah, it's something that, that sounds like a very simple concept, but obviously there's a lot that has to be in place. But also, it, that seems like a, a huge satisfier for patients.
1: Yeah, I will tell you, it is a huge operational change to, to pull this off. Because mm-hmm. it's not just that you just have someone talk to you. It's that they plug you into our entire kind of clinical operational system. And so that, that really takes a rethinking of how we approach um, all of our workflows, all of our clinical operations, all of that. So our, our clinical operations teams, you know, did yeoman's work in, in pulling this off um, in addition to our, you know, kind of our faculty leadership. And so, no, it's not, it's not a simple change. Um, it's a huge change. But it's one of those things, again, spurred on by the pandemic where we said this is something that we've got to do.
0: Yeah, and like you said, it has to fit into into the workflow, um, you know, for for the clinicians, which is huge too.
1: Yep.
0: Coming to the organization, you were previously at um, Christiana Care. Correct.
1: Right.
0: Okay, and so um, what was it that appealed to you about this organization?
1: Yeah, there's there's so much. So again, this mission, this idea of the mission, I know I started with that, and I keep going back to it. But when I visited Tampa and I visited, you know, Moffitt's campus, the mission, it's not just up on the, on the wall, actually, it's literally up on the wall, but you know, uh, the parking garage, but it's palpable. And I noticed it from like the moment I set foot on the campus. And so when you have that clarity of direction and strategy, it's actually much easier to do the work that I do because you just, you know where you're going. And so at the beginning of the day, it's really about that mission. And it's something I really connect to as a doc. But I'll say that there are two other components. The vision of the leadership team to create digital as as a strategic entity was, Mm -hmm. to me, really, really forward-thinking. And uh, connected to that is that they operationalized it by putting data and IT together as a collaborative uh, function within digital. Again, I added the innovation function, but this idea that IT and data and now innovation come together in a concert to drive our digital strategy forward, again, in enabling and accelerating our overall enterprise strategy, that was really, that's kind of like the icing on the cake. For me, that was like, that's why you got to go there. You've got to make that happen.
0: Yeah. That's kind of been weaved through what you've been saying about it being a key part of the organization strategy and not like, you know, one of many pillars, but um, how it has to be such a central part now of organizations.
1: Yeah, and it's it's fun to be in that place. It's daunting because there's a lot of expectations as well, right? I mean, like the CEO will pop into my office and say, "Hey, what are you gonna what are you gonna do about this?" Your, yeah. your team's a digital team, so we have that. It's right in front of us. But that's where we want to be. We want to be right there where what we're doing is leading directly to what's most important for the organization.
0: Yeah. All right. There's definitely more we could talk about, but uh, I figure I should let you go for now. But I would like to catch up again soon um, to see how, how things are going and progressing. But um, yeah, thanks so much for the time. I really appreciate it. It's been great to hear about what you guys are doing.
1: Absolutely. No problem. Uh, I appreciate, appreciate your time as well. You know, I could talk about this stuff all day. So <laughs> you guys just let me know anytime.
0: Yeah, definitely. I will. Thank you for listening to this podcast from HealthSystemCIO.com. To hear other podcasts, visit our website or subscribe to our account in iTunes at healthsystemcio.com backslash podcast.